what it is. How's it going, everybody? Today, we're going to be doing our Halloween special, this time with a full review of the Halloween classic Monster House. We're going to be talking about all the things with spooks, ghouls, candy, creatures, overweight women. Talk about all the things. So sit back, relax, grab a snack, grab a beverage, possibly some candy, but not candy corn, though. Everybody knows that that's trash. And dive on in to listen to some first ones to die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first ones to die podcast. It is a very special occasion right now because it is Halloween. That's right. One of the best times of the year. We are at it again with our second annual Halloween episode. How are you guys feeling? I'm doing feeling good. good. Yeah. This is the second time now. This is I have a costume with shades on. So you can't see my, my eyes <laughs> like for Halloween. Because last year I also had shades on. <laughs> yeah, I had a horrible fake mustache too that kept falling off. <laughs> True. This year the fake mustache did not make its return because I have a full beard and mustache. Uh, <laughs> so I felt like it was quite unnecessary. Uh, my undercover case is over. But as you can see, now I'm on to a new mission. Yeah. So. <laughs> And if you're if you're just listening to the audio version, all three of us are currently dressed up in our Halloween attire. Um, so if you want to check it out, I, I would recommend you you check out the YouTube and uh, go see us there. Um, last year we did kind of a reveal, but this year we're gonna do a little bit. We're gonna do it a little bit differently. We're gonna we're gonna try to to guess each other's costumes live on air. Who do we want to guess first? Who 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 wants to be guessed first? <laughs> I you, you guys can guess what I am. I mean, are you Little Red Riding Hood? No, no, she's Cinderella. <laughs> Blue. Right, that's a different color entirely. <laughs> um, the sarcasm. Y'all lost the sarcasm this Halloween. Yes, yes, I did. Uh, yes, I'm Little Red Riding Hood, but I'm Little Red Riding Hood with a plan. Wow. Okay. That's, that's the <laughs> I'm Little Red Riding Hood with a plan. I also got a picnic basket. Also, why did you bring a machete instead of a gun? I mean, that feels like <laughs> that would be more wood. effective. I'm sorry. How are you going to skin it? I'm, I actually should not go into detail about how. No. If she, <laughs> like, if, she... if I got to get a squirrel or something or a rabbit to eat, how's a gun going to help me that much? If you she shoot if them. She, no, because if she brought a gun, she would have to change her name to Little Red Riding from the hood. <laughs> <laughs> I love Chicago. I no, love she'd be behind. Little Red Riding. I wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> <laughs> I just Little Red Riding with a plan. All right. And this is more. This is more efficient than a gun when you're in the fucking woods. <laughs> it's a straight path, a fresh path, dude. It's not like she was lost in the woods. She was on a direct route to Grandma's never house. Read the like full on like what. I know like the different versions and Red Riding Hood. The, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the, the full story. main story. I don't know really how. But I know also, the wolf like eats the grandma. Mm -hmm. and, and then, then the woodsman come, cuts the wolf, the wolf open and fills his belly with stuff. Where does the woodsman come from? He's just, I don't know. That's not the woods. Thing. This man, are we sure this man's just not breaking into people's houses and then murdering little old ladies? Now you're getting into the um, movie Hoodwinked, in which they, uh, have you seen either? You seen that movie? That's an animated movie, right? Mm-hmm. I have not. no. It's it's a play on Real, Real, Little Red Riding Hood, where like it plays out Red Riding Hood at first, and then you find out it's like a cop case where they're investigating, and I've the heard first it, question yeah. they ask the woodsman is like, "So what were you doing here? Huh? You just breaking into people's houses? <laughs> what are you doing in the area, sir?" See, that's axe. the whole thing. I was like, what are you doing? That's why I can get some wood. I can like, yeah, I can do, you can do a lot more with this. But I'm red riding here with a plan. Interesting. Anyway, for the audio listeners, Alex is dressed in a lovely red hood. It's velvet. 
It, is. Uh, it looks Balvin. And uh, she has a machete in her hands. I do. And she I has do. her picnic basket. <laughs> now she's holding the picnic basket with the machete. It's, it's, <laughs> the picnic basket also has cheddar toys in it. It's, it's a basket I have from my sister. Here, and I was like, this is great to hold all those toys. Um, just, yes. Little Red Riding Hood with a plan and a weapon. Nice. What about you, Jonathan? Let's try to guess you. Although, okay, Alex said she was ninety five percent sure, but I want to see before she guesses. I want to see Jerome if if you if you know who I am. Oh no, no, <laughs> straight up no. I mean, you know, I don't know. Are you uh, are you Jonathan going to a job interview? Is that? <laughs> We've seen Jonathan going to a job interview. <laughs> <laughs> I interviewed with Jonathan. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, I think you are. Hold on, I want to be Gregory Eddie from the Abbott Elementary School. Alex. Yeah. You would be correct. And this yeah. is my wonderful teacher's assistant. Oh, he's got a tie. Gibson, uh, for the audio listeners, Gibson oh. is wearing a tie. Currently. He looks so, in Little Silver, he looks so handsome. I would trust him. <laughs> And I'll show a I'll show a picture of of uh, the character for uh, those who are watching the YouTube and for uh, Jerome's reference as well. Let me share my screen. Yeah, oh no, I know who that character is. I just didn't know that's who you're dressed as because <laughs> I've never seen that show. It's a great show. I recommend it to everyone. Uh, yeah, by the same color shirt as right. <laughs> I didn't have a great time, so I, I did what what uh, I could. But uh, played by Tyler James Williams. This is this this lanyard even says uh, Willard Willard R. Abbott Elementary on it as well. Oh, that's cool. I didn't see the lanyard, but like I was like, you kind of look like him. You look very like professional style, like teaching almost. I was like, you look like a teacher, and then I was like, ah, oh, I know who you're gonna be because you also <laughs> like Abbott Elementary like a lot. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So that's that. I even was thinking, like, because I was supposed to, I was supposed to go to a costume party last week um, with the WP, WB people um, who would be there. It was hosted by someone who was at WB, um, and obviously, Abbott Elementary is. Is that where you were, for as opposed to our Black Adam review? Were you out here trying to hang out with The Rock for real, no. real and just be like, "Congratulations on the movie." <laughs> no it was at somebody's house it wasn't at like warner brothers and i didn't end up going anyways because i had rehearsal but um but i i uh i i wanted to like have the facial hair and everything right as well at the same length approximately so that's what that I, has I, the little right. details that matter exactly exactly that's what you got to think about <laughs> all right uh all right Maverick? You're not gonna guess mine. Um, no. <laughs> uh, is it from a comic? No. Is it from a movie? No. Is it from a TV show? No. Is it from a food? No. <laughs> are, are you? What am I, the Red Baron popcorn? Yeah, the Red Baron popcorn. I'm selling popcorn right now. I thought that. I was like, are you Red Baron? <laughs> are you is a it, spokesman? No. <laughs> so you're not from any media. media so are you wait, from a media like at all? Yes, technically. That's bullshit. A video game. No. <laughs> a a play, a, a theater show. No, you are missing one very obvious form of media. <laughs> comic book? I no, said, you said comic. Oh, no video game. YouTube? No. No. <laughs> Social media? I don't know. An influencer? Do you want me to just tell you already? No. I, we want, like, we on, what media source are you from? Music. Nobody said I'm a musician. Nah. <laughs> Not a single one of y'all picked music at all. <laughs> See, I don't need music that well. <laughs> um, are you from a rap? No. Category. Uh, EDM? Yes. That's probably someone you do not know. <laughs> um, does their name start with an S? No. A W? No. 
slow point. You're doing this. Just, you're going down such a list. <laughs> a D. No. What letter does it begin with? It begins with F. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I could look it up. But more the specifically, fighter. the person fighter. I am is actually uh, his name starts with H. So. Uh, is he from America? No. Is he from Europe? No. Is he from Latin America? No. Is he from Africa? <laughs> no. I'm ready to give in. I don't even know. <laughs> I know. For okay, just tell us who you are. Like, you're literally <laughs> going down ethnicities. <laughs> All right, hold on. I will share my screen so you have reference. So you can actually see. He's from Asia. No. <laughs> Didn't I name all the continents? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, except for the one that everybody forgets. Canada. No. <laughs> no. So this is Hugo Gruzman from Flight Facilities, which is an EDM group from Australia. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh they're uh they're that's their this is like their costume they wear when they um DJ sometimes because they're called flight facilities. So often they're um, uh, theming for a lot of their albums and a lot of their concerts is that they're an airline and they're taking people on like this is the music that's playing while you're on flight facilities airlines. And so he's got his like aviator cat with the white shirt and blue tie and jacket. I can't afford some of these items because they're too expensive. So I did the best I could with what I had. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah. I feel there like it would go. have been better if you got it just been Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I immediately thought when right. I was talking about the screen. <laughs> when, Jerome first, when Jerome first popped up on screen while we were waiting for you, Jonathan, I immediately just started laughing. Mm. And I could not stop. I don't know why. Your costume's very good. It is no way not like, oh, you look ridiculous. But I just couldn't stop laughing for whatever <laughs> reason. I mean, it happened last year, too. You know, as soon as I, you saw the Jerry Curl wig with the fake Oh, that mustache. was different. That was ridiculous. <laughs> and you're like, mustache was half off. So like, I had reason to laugh. So, you know, got to keep it going. Next Halloween, who knows what I'll be. I'm going to, you're going to give me a heart attack. I don't know why, but I feel like that's what you're going to do one day. Also, it is very hot right now. All right. I'm going to take this Sherpa line jacket off, though, because it is hot as hell. I know. I almost want to lose this tie. But it's cold, so I'm super happy for on. this. Uh, <laughs> this you know what? Actually, I will open the, open the window. Yeah. All right. Well, you're opening all the right. window. I also do want to mention that tomorrow, uh, November 1st, is Dia de la Muertes. Is the Day of the Dead for uh, some Mexican and other cultures. And so day of remembering your the ones who have passed and the ones who have influenced your life. Uh, last year, I was dressed more so that with the styling of the sugar skulls and everything like that. And just you know, remember the next couple of days, appreciate your family and remember those who've had an influence in your life. True that. It's a word. Um, all right. Well, we had been talking about this movie for a minute. I think we wanted to do it last year, but we didn't end up having time or whatever. But there's a movie that all of you may be familiar with. It came out in the year 2006. It's called Monster House. It's uh, an animated film. Plotline, three teens discover that their neighbor's house is really a living, breathing, scary monster. Uh, some of the stars of the film, we got, we, we have a very 2000s uh, lineup here. <laughs> we have uh, Mitchell Musso, Sam Lerner, Spencer Locke, um, Steve Buscemi, Catherine O'Hara, Fred Willard, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Jason Lee, Kevin James, Nick Cannon, John Heater, Kathleen Turner, and many, many more. Uh, we reviewed this movie. I believe, Jerome, you and I have both seen it. But Alex, this is your mm -hmm. first time watching it. Uh, so basically, if this is your first time listening to one of our reviews, especially our retro reviews, 
Um, we first go through our overall thoughts of the movie, although we haven't ever established officially if we can just go into spoilers during our retro. Yeah, yeah for the retro reviews, yes. Yes, we do. Yeah, okay. we do. Because, like, it's been out. When did this movie come out? uh 2006 right 2006 so uh 16 years ago yeah that's that's adequate amount of time to see Seven- it. i mean <laughs> i can't i can't say be like oh yeah you have to have seen it because i clearly didn't see it but like <laughs> also i had the time there is time and i've made time finally um so alex i'll go to you first what did you think of monster house it was a cute little movie um I I enjoyed it. I was annoyed. I'm always annoyed by the babysitters they have for these type of movies. And also, but I did kind of like that the just like it was a cute movie, but it wasn't like my favorite. I'm trying to like think of a way to like say everything. Uh it was a little stupid. Chowder annoyed me a bit. Like I get he's supposed to be that like friend, but also he was just like annoying. He's like why are you chasing that ball so much? You literally can't even play with it properly. <laughs> but like you're risking your literal life and the rest of the, your friend's life to get the stupid ball back. Um, the main character, what was his name? DJ. DJ. Um, which was played by or voiced by Mitchell Musso. Which I, when I read the credits, I was like laughing for some reason. I was like, Mitchell Musso, man. I wonder what he's doing. I don't think mm-hmm. he's doing I don't think he's doing anything good right now, right? I mean, if anything at all, if anything he's at probably all. just probably just living life. You know, he had his time. Then when he yeah. tried to be a music star, mm-hmm. rapping. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could see how that didn't work out well for him. Um, well, all around it was a cute movie. There's just little scenes in here that were I thought were when they first meet the girl Jenny. And they were basically trying to call dibs on her when she went to go call her mom. She's like, so you hate Mexican food. I was like, that's a little rude to say it like that. But I get what was the context and everything. But like, so little rude to be like, you hate Mexican food. Oh, you hate Mexican food. I was like, also, why are there pee? Why is there pee in their bottles? Because they were on a stake. Yeah, because they peed in the bottles because they didn't leave the room. Why couldn't they had to use? They said to use the bathroom. Why couldn't one just leave the room while the other one stayed? Because they're children and they didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> no, and they said they thought pee in the bottles. That was gross. Children are gross. I did like the cop. Um, the 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 guy who played the black cop was hilarious. Nick Cannon. Nick, Cannon. Nick oh, that was a cannon. It was <laughs> Officer Lister. That char- that was like my favorite character out of the whole movie, honestly. I love what he calls him two percent. <laughs> right? He's like getting that two percent. I was like, did you just did you just call him milk? That's, that's the that's the I was like, or, that is the funniest thing. I feel like that was ad lib. There's no way though because I'm sure this movie is written by white people. There's no way they would think to call that call him two percent. Indeed, I, yeah. it was written by Dan Harmon and Rob Schrab. Really? I didn't know Dan Harmon wrote this. Cool. Mm-hmm. And Steven Spielberg produced it. Yeah, that's uh, when I saw the Amblin um, logo, I was like, oh, I didn't know Steven Spielberg, um, his company, produced this movie. Yeah, so I, I knew Robert Zemeckis had his hand in it, but I didn't realize that uh, Steven Spielberg did as well. It's so funny when I find stuff filmed by or like involving with Steven Spielberg because I was like, this isn't your type of movie, but okay. And it's yeah. just like he has his like hands and everything. Yeah. He's made a lot of money and it did pretty well. I remember watching this movie. I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, I watched this movie in theaters. Same. Um, and it was it was creepy. <laughs> that first scene with Nebercracker, I remember watching it in theaters and being like terrified. He was more terrifying than the house. Because the way they do his intro, where you just all you see is his eyes and his nose in the darkness, mm-hmm. and then he comes. Argh! I was like, "Oh my god!" I, did I was always like that, ahead. or like I I could see why the never never cracker Neville cracker mm-hmm. was the most scariest because it's like this man's just charging at you from out of nowhere. Of course, it's terrifying. Well, also he's all gangly and like and like linky, but then he is like the animation style is like everybody has these big heads. 
on these like also it, that house has been bodies. there for 45 years people know stories toys go just why have you not trained your children to stay the fuck off that lawn after that Here's point, a I don't question run. why wouldn't you have a fence <laughs> like because like a chain link fence to keep any kid from being on the lawn the only way for them to get on the lawn is that way is they would have to climb the fence well clearly the house did not want a fence the the house would have been satisfied with anything he did because she just wanted him. I feel like if he had built a fence, it would have just been like, okay. I don't know. She kind of seemed demanding. <laughs> um, the scariest character for me was always the boyfriend. Skull. Bones. Oh, Bones. bones. Who, wait. Oh, Skull was the video game guy. Yeah. Uh, bones. He, it, it was something about his teeth. Like his teeth when he smiled were always really scary for whatever reason. Played by Jason Lee. I could see yeah. his character kind of right of that person that like you think something's funny and you go really too far with it and that's how somebody ends up like dead. You're like, it's just a joke, and then they're like, Oh, there's a dead body, and you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, yeah. Apparently Brittany Coran also did some voice work for Jenny too, but she's just not credited. Yeah, it's interesting because so I know that so this film, this movie was shot with performance cap with motion capture. So like they have the actors in the suits and they're like doing the motions similar to Polar Express. Uh, so I know in those types of movies, sometimes there'll be a discrepancy between the voice and the actual the person who's doing the motions sometimes it's the same person but sometimes it'll be different people for certain parts or whatever yeah if they change out the they do the motions before they do the voice or vice versa mm. i don't know how they're they're doing it probably a little looking, bit at, looking at the cast list too uh it's interesting they got kathleen turner to do constance because constance only has like i think all of like three or four lines in this film <laughs> It's true. That's the mom, right? No, that's uh, that's the house. The, that's the wife. That's oh, the, yeah, uh, that's the right. House. So well, like, she played a pivotal yeah. role in it. Maybe that's why. I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm just saying. Like Kathleen Turner is a big, big get for that for such a tiny role. <laughs> I mean, she does a great job, though. Her yeah. voice is very unique. She she um, so she does a great job. She has a uh, she has a way of playing a. Uh, a vengeful wife as uh as you made serial mom serial mom review yeah <laughs> you're not wrong oh looks like mitchell musel musel metamusel metamusel he did some show called save the island king brady oh it's a short yeah well, like, the, most, he actually the doing thing anything? he's been probably doing for years that's been keeping him employed it's been like yeah, because oh. the most his most recent credit was Phineas and Ferb, the movie Candace Against the Universe in 2020. Mm-hmm. That show or that show still going on? No, Not anymore. it ended right. I think the they movie brought it was back the for ending. The yeah, oh. the movie was the end of that show because it was like because uh, Phineas and Ferb ended in 2015, and then the movie came out in 2020. Oh, okay, I was like, I need a paycheck. Y'all totally, need to make something. Y'all need to make some more Phineas Burp content right now, Mitchell. I totally we don't have none. Look, I will Candace. kill this mortal man. Make the movie. This <laughs> mortal man. Does that play? He's immortal. Also, I agree with Candace. That poor girl <laughs> dealing with all her brother's bullshit. First of all, that show proved that snitching will only get you uh, nothing in return and a lifetime of heartache. All right, because I'm sure Candace had a hard time. Thanks to uh, them constantly, uh, just. Oh, speaking of speaking of Candace, crazy. Honest, speaking of Candace, in his Wikipedia it says in 2018, Musso appeared at Turning Point USA's Young Women's Leadership Summit with Sarah Palin and Candace Owens. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and now Candace Owens is friends with Kanye West. What a world! <laughs> yeah. Just like sit down and just stare and be like, I'm so tired. 
Like, I don't want to I mean, open any social media apps. I don't want to look at anything. Just because of this stupid shit. I mean, listen, the other day I was looking up presidents and I totally forgot because it's just been so long. Like, so much has happened that I told, I like, I just, I was just looking up information on US presidents. Google shows the whole list of presidents and I saw Donald Trump's face and I was like, oh, right. I live in a reality where Donald Trump is in the list of presidents that we have had in this country. We're in a weird timeline. <laughs> but back to Monster House, their timeline was odd. <laughs> so, okay, so the wife, Constance, was in the freak show. She was one of the bigger ladies. And mm. she, he kidnapped, he didn't kidnap her, I guess. But he did technically well, take her. I mean, he more or less did take her from the circus. But I mean, she wanted to go anyway, so. That's true. And then he was building her a house, which, by the way, the structure of the house, the way he built it, that was an accident waiting to happen. Who builds a floor, stairs, and another floor when you haven't even completed the basement fully? He didn't even set the foundation of the He concrete. didn't finish the first floor. Right. So it's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, you're surprised this is all what happened? No. He, I mean, he, it was structurally stable because she was up he there. He hadn't even set the fine. basement yet. Like, how did how is that even possible? He didn't even set the basement yet. They had this weird, like, interior look. Also, I feel like the layout of that house did not match what was shown outside. Because it's a very, like, lengthwise house, longer. But it seemed more up. Like, it looked like it was higher up and more narrow when they showed the inside a little bit i'm sorry are you trying to use logic on a house that is literally I'm possessed just, with the soul of the fat woman that died in the basement i'm just saying let me see the layout properly and don't try to fuck with it <laughs> i did feel bad for Nevercracker though is that his name yeah okay i'm forgetting all of these people's names little d Nevercracker. Mm-hmm. but um, because at the beginning I had because it's been easily over 10, years. 12 years since I've seen this movie. Yeah. But and I didn't remember that he wasn't dead. Um, I thought oh no, I remembered because I was like he's the I'm like, I'm I'm glad because I'm like, yeah, what I need answers. How the hell is this house alive? What is the deal? <laughs> um so I did feel bad for him when he eventually, you know, came back from the hospital and, um, and, you know, he explained his story and everything. And it was touching for me. Um, and it really put into perspective, you know, uh, why the nice man. Mad. Yeah. And he just, he was just protective of, of his wife's legacy. And after having a tragic event like that happen, you know, I don't blame him for being upset that he just don't want these kids, these baby kids on his lawn my thing is i'm like why are they egging the house it's not like like normally you egg the house if like you go there and they don't have candy they didn't even get that far they just from the lawn were just like "Ooh, a house eggs no they were were throwing the eggs at her that's why she was no no no. i mean after she died and the house was just normal oh well they thought he was like a creeper or whatever You've never had that house on that street that you just don't go to, but people are like, oh, I can go up to her and do that bullshit. <laughs> I remember we had a house like that when I lived in Chicago. Um, and there was this courthouse. It was just a creepy looking fucking house. I didn't really hear any stories or anything. It just looked creepy. And I'm like, but people would be like, oh, you go run in there and go play and throw shit at it. Because things are abandoned. And for some reason, kids like to throw things at abandoned things. Mm-hmm. But man, it was... I I... I gotta admit, like the animation in this is still pretty solid for me. Like it's still pretty good, and especially the monster house itself is so. I remember watching it the first time. It's so meticulously built and looks interesting, especially because it's like when the house is not monster mode, you can still see where like the cracks would be, where the nose is, and like how the the teeth, the like um, wood planks that would become her teeth like where the splits are. And I'm like, that attention to detail is really good and really sharp. And uh, the movie just in general has such creative ideas of like how, like, no, like, cause it would be so easy for this to be like, this is the monster house. And from the outside, it looks like a monster, but then we go inside and we get to see how this house looks. And it's like, it's so meticulous from the basement with like the thousands of pipes in the ceiling 
to like how its stomach and uvula works and everything. And I'm like, man, this is really cool. Yeah, yeah. she structured that way too because when she grabbed the uvula, it made it puke. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, this is like an actual like mouth, basically. Right. I really like the scene where you see the house coming together after its monstrous rage. You see all of the like planks and everything just come together. Like that attention to detail that you were talking about, I really enjoyed. Um, it says on here that uh, that um, the Polar Express, which was another Robert Zemeckis film um, that was like released right before this, like a couple years before this, mm. um, he they released it in three D, like a three D version specifically for IMAX. And this film they released in real D cinema. You remember that real 3D where you had the 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 real 3D glasses? <laughs> no. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> uh huh. Um, so they released that that here. Um, but I feel like I don't know because I watched it on Amazon through like Freebie or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, and it had commercials, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I don't know if they like enhanced it or whatever for streaming, but the quality of it was like pretty great for a movie released in 2006, which, you know, relatively speaking, isn't that long ago. But for the technology at the time, it was pretty new. And um, that's what I remember most about watching this movie is just the animation, like what I remember watching it growing up, I remember the animation of it. And that played into the creepiness factor too, because once you, once uh, DJ has that nightmare and then all of a sudden it's like, it's, it's uh, dawn, like it's dawn. It's not quite dark yet, but it's not like afternoon. It's like that Mm -hmm. in between space. And there's a lot of like blue hues and it's like kind of, yeah, it's just it's not completely dark, but it's also not not completely light. Uh, that's that's probably what I remembered most about uh, the tone of this movie that played into like the creepiness factor that it that it wasn't completely dark yet. I will say, yeah, no, the uh, I think there was enhanced because the opening sequence in general, the colors, the fall colors when they take you through all the leaves, the oranges, it's beautiful. It is really beautiful. They have. Quite the tracking shot of the little girl is so fluid and smooth. Yeah, I think it was. I feel like it had to have been enhanced for a movie that's not like 16. Not that they probably didn't do such. They did like they I think they did a great job. And I think this movie was very fluid and everything, but it was probably enhanced a little bit, at least for the colors, because the colors were very vibrant, very, very beautiful. And I think a lot of people when people think of like fall or Halloween, it's been like oranges and reds, but they use the vast majority, like the purple you were mentioning and the kind of the blueness for the sky uh, played a big part into that where it did lead to like a different, almost like a sense of warping of time because you got all these other colors that you don't expect to see in a season like this. Um, I really, yeah, I, I will agree that I think it was enhanced, but the colors were just gorgeous for this movie. Um, this movie didn't really creep me out. <laughs> They're like, yeah, points I think where it's I was like, mm-hmm. it's only I would say it's really creepy with if it's if you're like a kid. I think once the older you are, the more you're just like, ah, it's normal, but it's still a cute movie, like, it's still fun. Yes. You still like you're following along. Um, it's just a great, like, kids, like, this is the movie, like, when I was a kid, I would watch on Halloween because I'm mm-hmm. like, this is a great, like, kids' Halloween movie. Is right up there for me with like Nightmare, um, Nightmare Before Christmas as like a Halloween just classic that kids can watch. And it's but it won't annoy the adults into submission because it's like because that is in my mind is uh, despite how much I do like that movie is a scary godmother where I'm like kids like this. If you didn't grow up watching this and you're an adult, you would hate it. <laughs> with I mean, the fashion. I grew up watching like like horror horror films as a child, so I didn't really watch like the kid style horror films. Uh, one thing that did annoy me, just really like well, backtrack. One thing that did annoy me when they first meet Jenny, and they're trying to like kind of fight over her, they stand so close to that girl's face, like 
the first few minutes where she's like, oh, I'm gonna call my mom. They're like this close. I was like, you guys need to back it up a little bit. Listen, you don't know like, what it is to be a 13 year old boy and the first girl. I remember uh, 13 year old boy just comes up. They should not stand like, close to anybody. You're just like, man, that this pu- girl is that so puberty's hitting it. That puberty, yeah. uh, that puberty was strong. That's uh-huh. the smells. Trust me, they do. They should not, nor do they. Should they want to stand? Too close to anybody during that. I night. just Chowder was so he was annoying though, for real. He but was he's funny, supposed though. to be. He he's was supposed to be the annoying friend. <laughs> he was funny though. He had some good one-liners. One was uh uh he, he was like uh, DJ was like, Where are your parents? And Chowder's like, My dad's at the pharmacy and my mom's at the movies with her personal trainer. <laughs> oh, the other when they were getting loaded into the car, he's like, My uncle's a cop. Well, he lives in Cincinnati and he owns a gun. <laughs> it's like Ch- Chowder. He did have a lot of those one-liners. Uh-huh. I mean, he he did the most damage on the monster house. I'll give him that. He was the MVP near the end. You know, he was helping out a lot. Um, although DJ and Jenny are brave kids, because they when they were like, let's go across this crane. And I'm like, I as an adult would not do that. I would just be like, look, the house is gonna have to eat some people. That's all right. You know, sometimes you, you're going to lose a few. <laughs> just like, I, I, don't, I don't know. know. It's probably just adrenaline. You're like, yeah, this seems like a great idea. It's not. And then he's, not, he's, he's on like, the he's on the wrecking ball swinging like Spider-Man. I mean, with with pre- extreme precision too. these kids became like superheroes because Jenny threw like Tom Brady lacing the dynamite to to DJ in the sky and then DJ caught it with precision and then threw it in the house no problem and on the on the backswing back caught chowder and everything and I was like who are you who are these They're children kids with the plan also I kept getting chowder cheddar a couple times when I was thinking what you know like cheddar I was like oh no wait you're not cheddar chowder uh also who no, names their a- son chowder I thought that was a nickname I think it's a nickname. No, no, it his says, name. No, it says it says in the Wikipedia article at least it says his name is Charles in parentheses Charles. Oh no, that's right. He does call himself Charles. 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 I love yeah. when people who name their children Charles always have a weird ass nickname to go with it. I've never just met somebody. My name <laughs> I mean, is Charles, and it's I just call Charlie. Charlie. No, there has been like other day where I've met people where they're like, "It's a weird ass nickname." Where is your real Charles? It's like, how'd you get there? Or they'll go by their middle name or that's Charles is one of those names that I, I have never really met a person who uses the name Charles. It's normally either Charlie or Chuck. I hate Chuck. Those are like the common nicknames for Charles. Chuck is a terrible name, and I refuse to call any adult that. For Chucky. Chucky's a psychotic doll. I was one of those dolls. Yeah, and his name is Charles Lee Ray. No, what I was going to say is that, like, so I always, like, live with my sister. She never wanted me to get one of those Chucky dolls, the good guy dolls, because mm-hmm. she's like, it's creepy and it's fucking weird. But I live alone now and I have my own income and I'm going to get one. I'm going to have a... Is it in preparation doll. for the TV show? Because season two is, like, going on right now. No, I, mean, I always just wanted the Chucky doll. Uh-huh. I thought it'd be fun to have. With the, the little scarred up face and his little knife. Oh, I was about to say, do you want classic Chucky or, or Scar Chucky? Uh, I don't know who's creepier at times. Sometimes the the toy that's not all damaged is creepy. Me and Lauren uh, went to the Oddities and Curiosity shows on Saturday. Not as odd and not as curious as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> uh, got to see some creepy things, but it wasn't as creepy as I thought it would be. I was a little disappointed, but I got some good artwork and things. Uh, I did see some taxidermy stuff, which was interesting. Mm. And I was like, some of the taxidermy stuff was really creepy because it's like, oh, you've shaped it into this like weird face to make it creepier. But then there were some just normal taxidermy stuff where I'm like, you're still creepy. You look exactly like what you're supposed to look like, but it's creepy. So just made me think about that with the dolls and like toys. When a toy is creepy, it can be creepy on its own, but then it's also like damaged or warp and it makes you creepier. But which is creepier? This movie, I don't know which was creepier. The Warped House or The Regular House? Bringing it back. Yeah, this is... Uh, I, uh, I love 
love that second transformation too after the house gets uh destroyed by the the wrecker at first oh, and then no, transformed i was like you're not even a house anymore now you're just like now you're just a straight up monster just mm-hmm. just just boards drop the house keep the monster mm-hmm. i really did like going back to like never crack this whole arc and story i feel like i could relate to him in a way because you know sometimes you have possessions even if the house wasn't a monster and he was just an old man who didn't want people on his lawn because his wife died in the house and he built the house in memory of his wife. I could really like empathize with that because I have possessions too that are like sentimental to me. And if anybody even messed with them or, 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 you know, looked at them funny, I'd be getting in my feelings too. So I could, I could, feel and empathize with him in his story and him wanting to continue his life, his wife's legacy. And I was surprised at the end when, uh, you know, the house got destroyed and he's like, Oh, this is a good thing. But you know, Jonathan, was, I feel like this was, is your pitch to be in a Butterfingers commercial. Like why? my name's Jonathan and I'll be damned if anyone's going to lay a finger on my Butterfinger. <laughs> All right. This is my possession. And I don't want anybody to touch it. <laughs> I don't know who ever called a Butterfinger a possession. I know what you mean. I thought it was cute though when Chowder at the end did say like, oh, maybe he'll go on vacation and meet, meet a nice beach house. <laughs> that was funny too. It was funny. I was like, all right, okay, Chowder, that was funny. I mean, um, but it's true because he's like, I'm going to be alone. I'm like, it's 2006, baby. Just so you know, Tinder's coming soon. You'll be all right. <laughs> oh no, also, Alex is frozen. <laughs> so, oh no. <laughs> Technically, I'm not. It's the spirit. And me, so we lost it completely. All right, there we go, Alex. Technically, when this comes out, you guys will be frozen. I won't. (laughs) I'm recording it. Dang, I should have taken. I should have taken a picture of it because you were frozen like this. This is why the audio version is the superior version because you'll get to hear everybody's side of that because it was recording the entire time. Technically, still have your guys' audio. You're frozen. I'm not. So, really, it's your voices going like, oh no, Alex. 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 All the Metal Gear fans know what that sound uh, is. Anyway, um, <laughs> only the Metal Gear fans know what that is. Uh, also, I got to give a shout out. Maggie Gyllenhaal is great as Z in this movie. She's very funny. She was. Um, Although I hated her at uh Yeah, but you're supposed point. to. Right. But when she's like she and when he's just like Bones got eaten alive, and I forget the name she says, but when she's just like like it basically is the equivalent of that bitch. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that she just leaves. And I was like, oh my god, that's so funny. She's like done that, with her kid. <laughs> That that was kind of allowed to be said. I like the one thing I do like about like animations like this, like kids animations like this, the way they put in shit to hide it from like kids, but the adults know, like what's the equivalent of you bitch. It's just like, I know what you're saying. (laughs) And it makes it seem funnier, but I wonder if kids are just like, oh, well, that was weird. I wonder watching it as a child and like how it flies over your head. Is it still funny the way she says it? Or Mm. is it like just like that was weird her comment also he's telling this like bones is telling this story about like how like Nevercracker like ate his wife or whatever or killed his wife or whatever or whatever he's like he's telling the story and she and he's getting in close and then she's like coming in for a kiss and i'm like what about this story is doing it for you all right the man's talking about an old man who's who possibly is crazy talking to his house and possibly is a murderer she loves Halloween. Ghost stories yeah. get her going. Hey, and fear and adrenaline, you know, mix all with that. That does heighten some stuff. This is how everybody that's, don't end up. She, this is how you end up with those women that are like, I didn't know my husband was a serial killer. I mean, I didn't see it coming at all. Like the signs are right there. <laughs> what sign? He told me creepy stories. Yes, that was. Red flag number one. All his stories are about murderers. Then Netflix, then Netflix is a red flag. 
because most of their shows are about murders and stuff. No, they got Blockbuster coming out soon, right? That helps balance it out. I am so right. upset that that's going to be a show, but I absolutely <laughs> want to try to watch it. <laughs> the fuck? It does for me. I'm like, why is this a show? Clearly, you have like missed the cultural relevance by like a lot of years. Only people who know Blockbuster existed or what it is is people our age in our like 30s and we have like or getting close to our 30s and we have other shows to watch <laughs> because it's not necessarily for us it's just a retro <clears throat> blockbuster is retro now so it's like this is for the younger generation not like, that oh, God, retro people don't be talking about blockbuster like that some people do <laughs> i feel like blockbuster you can safely call retro at this point I also like that it's Netflix doing it. It's kind of like a slap you to the face. Be <laughs> like, we put you though. out of business. And now you know what? We're making a comedy show about you. 30 years later, we have a comedy show about you. I don't think it's a slap in the face. I think it's very much a handout of just like, uh, just like Netflix, please come on, baby. Make the show. We'll do anything. Blockbuster. Just, like, just keep our name alive. Blockbuster easily could have been Netflix if they had just expanded the brand. They tried to, to be. go to be Too online. Late. Yeah. If yeah, because remember that after yeah. Netflix came out, then Blockbuster started doing the same service where they're like, oh, oh snap, they're mailing DVD. We 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 can do that too. We can mail you DVDs. Come on, baby. What what, what DVDs you need? Just, just just tell us. Well, it's not Netflix's fault that they thought of a good idea. Earlier. A lot of a lot of people forget that that that's how Netflix started. <laughs> their their business model was send like order like rent movies online and we will mail you a DVD <laughs> to watch and then you just mail it back and then eventually they realize oh well, actually, I this streaming is a new thing let's do I, that. I only got Netflix when they did the streaming and the DVDs. I never had Netflix before that. The moment the streaming became available, I was like, oh, this is great. These movies aren't great, but like it's better than going to Blockbuster. Exactly. Well, what's, what's the the weird thing? The weird thing is that Netflix, the name, it's more applicable to the brand as it is now than it was back then. Because when you were sending the yeah. DVDs, it wasn't over the internet. It was just well, the well, I idea guess you was order that you could internet. order them on the internet. Like you weren't going to That's a true. store like you did with Blockbuster. You but now you're actually the watching them on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and also back then, like Netflix, they didn't really have new things. It was just, they didn't have, they didn't have their own original stuff until like house of cards. See, but so. that's what kept them in business is that they like, they kept evolving. Eventually it was like, okay, we've gone from the, doing the mailing, the DVDs, let's do some streaming. Then it became, you know what? We have enough money. Screw it. Let's make our own shows. Why do we need to wait for other people to make content? We can make our own content. And so they started making their shows. Meanwhile, Blockbuster, I mean, I I mean, I don't know. We'll suck your dick or something. I don't know. (laughs) We'll do whatever it takes. Just just come on in. Monster House Review. Yeah. There are no kids watching this. Not after we put the adult filter on. No. You know, somebody at Blockbuster was saying it, all right? They're just like, we need anything to stay in business. <laughs> anyway, so Monster House. The Monster House, anyway. It Monster is, House was still around when Blockbuster TV. was still alive, mind you. So it's still relevant. <laughs> you can stream, you can actually stream uh, Monster House on Freebie, which is attached to Amazon Prime. I'm not, I think Freebie actually used to be IMDb. TV yes, streaming. that's right. Uh-huh. And then they changed it to freebie because they got bought by Amazon. Uh, that's interesting because Amazon already has their own streaming service. So it's interesting to have be like, we want our we want another. But this one has commercials. That's why I don't. There's something about Amazon. I don't know why they just don't do commercials for some of their thing. Well, no, listen, we don't need that. All right. Yeah, well, they made sure to get a. They're like this way. People think we don't do we we can do the free movies. And look, here's this other one that's free, but all our commercials. It's a <laughs> sneaky way of doing it because automatically when you go to search it, it's like yeah, it's on freebie. Go watch it there. Mm-hmm. They found a sneaky way to do it. Oh, uh, oh well, goodness. 
Oh. So now we get to our ratings. Yeah, five. man. This movie's, uh, this movie's great. Watch Monster House. I would say it's a nice Halloween classic, especially if you're if you have a family and you got kids. Watch Monster House. It's a fun time for both the kids and the adults. Um, there's laughs to go around. It is like it's not like super scary, but it does have like some creepy elements to it from time to time um, that still kind of make it feel very horror esque. Um, yeah, it's just overall good. If I have to give this movie a grade, I would give it a solid, uh, solid just A. Um, it just doesn't get an A plus because I don't think this is like the most perfect animated movie of all time, but it is a pretty good movie. What is the most perfect animated movie of all time? Into the Spider-Verse. Everybody know that. Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, also, also on that list is The Incredibles. Also good. That's fair. Alex, you, you might be uh, disagreeing with that a little bit. It looks like from, from your expression. Oh, yeah, oh and, like, Toy okay, and, and uh, Toy Story. Toy Story? Okay, yes, I will agree with that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, the best... Ed- <laughs> not really, not Toy Story. I love. Toy Story. What I love Toy, Toy Story. Story. No, I'm not saying I don't love Toy Story. I'm saying no, 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 I don't think I'm just saying I I think it's really I think uh well Toy Story two is probably Toy Story two doesn't it, it's an improvement over Toy Story one, but it's like the, the story gets a little lost with like the stuff that doesn't involve Woody, <laughs> like that that stuff is just feels like they have to have those characters around. And so sometimes they're doing stuff that's relevant and sometimes they're just doing stuff because I don't know, we need we need an action sequence here or something. You know what I miss about uh, those old school animations? The bloopers they would animate. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I miss that. I wish the animation would do that again. Which that was fun because it's just like they this is they did not have to do this. This is like extra work. It's... They just did because they wanted to have fun. And they did a quality amount. It wasn't like one or two scenes. They animated like straight up like 10 minutes worth of bloopers. And that was like, that's what I love to wait for after the end of the film. <laughs> what was that uh, story about? Like, uh, all, uh, like the whole film was like pretty much complete and it almost got deleted, but someone had it on their like, hard drive at home one of the i'm gonna look this up uh alex what's your what's your uh well that's ready? terrifying <laughs> um, jerome, jerome were you were you done with uh all your final oh, i'm done yeah yeah I'm good. uh i give this movie uh, like a b i think it's cute uh didn't really hold my attention all throughout i do like how they did the house i think the house is really well done and the way they used they didn't suddenly have like extra parts to make the house look like a monster. They used what the material that looked like it was already part of the house. Um, so I did like that, Ooh. and I liked how inside it was like an actual mouth with the uvula and the tongue, and like it even did a little upchuck when the uvula was pulled. Um, the characters were kind of annoying to me, all of them. <laughs> and I like didn't find a character, and I was like, Oh yeah, I really like them. I was like, No, you all are just like I would not want to interact with any of you on any basis for any reason, really. Um, But I did like Chowder's one-liners. They were very good about his uh, uncle in Cincinnati with a gun (laughs) and how Neville Neville, Neville will meet a nice uh, beach house later on. Um, But the most, the most, the, the mostly what I did like about this film was the animation style and it was just done so well and whether it was or was not enhanced it looks beautiful for today's standards as well the colors and everything they used even when it was just like gray and blue you know the nighttime and the house is being spooky it was still so vibrant and detailed like it was amazing and the way they did the characters like neville bottom is it neville bottom never cracker never crackers face the like sharp (laughs) angles he had you think about iCarly because that's Neville is that Neville I don't know never bottom never bottom never cracker never crack never cracker uh he yeah when they did the zoom in on his face his ear those angles and the sharpness it was like that looks so real it looks like his face would be really like sharp to touch and really like skinny like um fleshy almost um, so the animation and just the coloring of this film was amazing. And that's, I, yeah, 
today's standards or back then it's still like such a good piece of work still holds um, up yeah i mean i think I, it was like an okay movie uh and yeah i mean yeah if you have kids and they don't like horror films this would be a perfect film for them to watch what about yeah. you Jonathan? yeah i agree he looked very like frail that's why I was surprised when he was able to pick up the 13-year-old child. I'm like, an old man like this. Oh, are you going to drop? I dropped the headphones. It's all good. I'm all right. Are you sure? Just scared the hell out of me. You scared the hell out of all of us. You good? It's a real um, Halloween episode. All the frights. Pitch myself. <laughs> um, yes. I'll, I'm going to go with the Jerome and give this movie an A as well. <laughs> Uh, I just have so much nostalgia with this. That's part of the reason why I'm giving it an A as well, admittedly. But uh, like I mentioned earlier, the animation, I really appreciate and enjoy the animation, all the colors that they use. And for this being released so soon after the Polar Express, where I feel like nowadays people always say, oh, the Polar Express, the animation is so weird. I don't like it. And this was just released two years after. It seems like there was such a big improvement in the motion capture uh, technology that it doesn't seem as maybe uh, jarring or like video game like as the Polar Express. So that about the animation, I do appreciate. Uh, Like I mentioned earlier, I do like the story. I feel... I'm just gonna look at you. I'm like, I had to know if I could I see like, these goggles, but I actually the, never tried. I'm like looking at the corner of my head, Jerome, but I'm like focusing on Jonathan and being like, I don't know what's going on. Let me just focus on the man who's actually look, talking though. <laughs> I'm a superhero now, okay? Just, just settle for that. All right, <laughs> all right Maverick. Come on. <laughs> um but yeah that's about it i thought chowder's one-liners were great i laughed multiple times out loud and it was great getting to see this movie again after so many years because it's been a while since i've seen it and it's perfect for the halloween season uh with that being said i did want to read this real quick from toy story i did find the information (laughs) Uh, The work done on the film to date was nearly lost in 1998 when one of the animators, while routinely cleaning some files, accidentally accidentally entered the deletion command code on the root folder of the Toy Story on Pixar's internal servers. Associate technical director Oren Jacob was one of the first to notice as character models disappeared from their works in progress. Oh, they no. shut down the file servers, but had already lost 90% of the last two years of work. And it was also found that one, that the backups had not been working for about a month. The film mm-hmm. was saved when technical director Galen Suzman, who had been remotely working to take care of her newborn child, revealed that she had a backup copy of the film on her home computer. The Pixar team was able to recover nearly all of the lost assets, save for a few recent days of work, allowing the film to proceed. Can you imagine I, going I think, up to the? I think I would have like cried when they found out. They're like, "Oh, she's like, I have some. I have." They're like, "Oh my god!" It's just a moment of like crying relief. Like, <laughs> like ninety over ninety percent shit. And I man. hope she got a major raise. I hope she got a major bonus for real because it's like that person, like uh, whoever lost it originally or del- I hit the delete button, he was going to get assassinated. Like he wasn't gonna make it home that night because Disney was just gonna be like, "Did you just delete these files, huh? Huh?" It's like, "No, oh, sorry, shut your ass up." <laughs> at the time, at the time, it was Pixar, not Disney. Uh, well, the, Pixar technically, because I just watched uh, an interview at the Mopop we have of John Landis, uh, who was like uh, one of the first like creative people at Pixar, and it's like they were kind of like under contract under Disney. They were a separate company, but like. Still technically still in the disney like yeah. sphere kind of they just didn't own them fully and then and now they do now they do but like that's um, crazy how do you like i i how do you i just don't understand how one could do that like cleaning a couple files here and there like i've done that but like just being like ah eh, this is fine and just doing a complete <laughs> del- it's just like oh my god especially when you're that close to the end of a film mm-hmm. 
That's I I would be uh I don't know if I could show my face if I accidentally entered. Literally, if the, if if that had happened and they had no backups, I would just not came into work. I would just be like, <laughs> like just send my resignation over email. Like, <laughs> listen, I already know I'm fine. So <laughs> like I'm just I, just I would let y'all know. I would know, straight nice working with you. And if y'all could just not try and kill me, that would be fantastic. All oh, right, no. I'm just gonna leave. If I worked with him, his ass would have gotten tackled in the office. <laughs> be like, girl, <laughs> no. It's like 90%. Why did this have to have so much on his computer? It's like, y'all know we got to hide the butter knives now, right? I mean, I know we can't possibly. Alex can't kill him with those, but she'll find a way. We should just hide all, all of the... As a matter of fact, let's hide all the utensils, spoons and everything. You, you know what's funny? I was <laughs> thinking about I'm like, I can do it with a spoon. Don't try. <laughs> also, it doesn't mention which animator accidentally deleted it. For his own sake. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> those Disney fans would be like, you almost deleted toy story 2 forever it's more like the the biz in, in the world of because you know the world of film nothing is forgotten you make one mistake everybody knows because everybody knows everybody so it's like if that gets if that information gets out he will forever be known in the in hollywood as the guy you need to watch because he almost cost us like a, Do a, not let a him have million dollar guy. movie it's like the guy who have you seen the videos of the guy? It was like in the early 2000s. He caught the baseball at the, um, it was a Mets. Oh, Giants yeah. Game. Yeah, but he wasn't supposed to, if he wouldn't have caught it, the team would have been able to catch it. And, and Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about that. And he was like hated. He was like assaulted during the game or whatever, and he could never show his face again. Like Because they would have won, Um, what what is it called? They would have been able to like, continue on to win the world series or something. I don't know. I think it was. Yeah. They would have been uh world series champs. And then he just like stuck on his hand. Mm-hmm. The thing was, he was on it. Ironically, he was wearing headphones. So he, oh, could yeah, hear yeah. everything. Yeah. And then he just stuck on his hand. He's like, Oh, ball. <sighs> that I'm, I don't wonder if that guy's still even alive. <laughs> I think he is. I think he is. I was really, under I witness know, protection right now. I know. Right? So he's just, <laughs> He's doing his name. Because <laughs> I, I know that moment has been parodied in like TV shows and movies. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, anyway, uh, that, was so our- that was Monster House. Tell us if you've seen Monster House. Did you like it? Did you not like it? What'd you think? Comment below. Tell us what you thought. Also, tell us if you're going to, uh, if you know what Blockbuster is. Um- <laughs> if you know what Blockbuster is. <laughs> I mean, some people weirdly don't. Isn't that weird? That's what I'm saying. There's some people who are just like, what the hell is a blockbuster outside of a movie that makes a lot of money? Um, well, all right. Uh, anyway, socials. You can Jonathan. Yes, you can find me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. You can also follow us at The First Ones to Die. Uh, on Instagram, dang! To take one week off and and everything, forget everything. On Instagram, Twitter, uh, everywhere else, you can follow us. The first ones to die on our YouTube channel. You can subscribe to us. Give us a like on this video. Go ahead and comment as well. Give us your Monster House thoughts. What are you dressing up as for Halloween? Um, also. You can email us the first ones to die at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you'd like us to talk about, or if you just want somebody to talk to, we, we'd love to be your person to talk to. So, uh, hit us up there, Jerome. Where can we find you at? Oh, you can find me and not Jerome hey. on Instagram as well as at Robles Media and Jerome underscore the underscore show. Yes, Alex, really quick, be real, smile. <laughs> be oh, be real. Real. you want to be real? <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded it. I downloaded it, but is it because I, of the SNL sketch? Is why you downloaded no, it? No, I just downloaded because not you. I'm talking about Jonathan. No, no, I downloaded it because like I heard people talking about it and stuff. So I downloaded <laughs> it, but I I haven't. I always get those notifications. You have two minutes. I I did it. I just got it. Like I, this is my second one. I don't like the face forward one. Because it like takes you- it a second later, yeah. Because I'm like, oh, this one, this is nice. It's of us, and then also my face, I'm just like, 
<laughs> whatever. Well, yeah, because it's like you got to be ready to be real 100%, you know, from uh, on what you're doing in your face and what's going on at the moment that you're doing. So, you know. Okay, but yeah, going with your social media. Anyway, uh, also, if you, uh, you know, t- talking about other things you could check out for the first ones to die, if you want some extra content that you can't get on the audio streaming platforms, check out the YouTube channel to see all the fun extra stuff we got going on over there. We got all types of stuff like mini reviews, uh, gaming videos, vlogs, book reviews, all types of fun stuff, and video versions of all of our podcast episodes. So you can go over there and check it out. In fact, we just did our She-Hulk mini review, so that is up now, as well as uh, the Black Adam review we did last week. So... All types of fun stuff to check out and be on the lookout for our Twitch streams as we've been uh, playing Stray on Twitch. We will get back to it at some point. We've just been a lot really busy right now, but uh, be on the lookout on our social medias at the first ones to die when we post about when we are streaming so you can check it out live. Eventually, we will have some recordings of our Twitch streams on the YouTube channel, but they will be edited. They'll be cut down. So there might be content you might miss. And the only way to make sure you don't miss it is to be there live and in person. And you could even chat with me and Alex or whoever else is playing. So, you know, stop on by to the uh, first ones to die plays on at twitch.tv.com or uh, twitch.com, whatever, whatever the site is. You know the deal. Anyway, I think it's twitch.tv, isn't it? I th- think it is. All right, Alex, go. <laughs> Are you good? Uh, well, you can find me at Be Real as Alex and Nobody. <laughs> as I just started that. Um, but you can also find me on Instagram and as TikTok at Alex and Nobody, as well as the podcast TikTok, The First Ones to Die, where I post little clips and also show what we may be seeing next week. Uh, we are not watching currently anything next week because we are now going to take uh, about a month break. We'll be back in December. Well, we'll see because we might do Wakanda forever because I forgot that comes I forgot out that. Next month. Yeah. <laughs> so so we'll be- we may be back for Black Panther 2, but if not, uh, you will see us in a month's and, time. Yeah. <laughs> but we will be taking a small break as, you know, everybody needs one. And the holidays are coming up as well. So it's also one to be either with your loved ones or, you know, just time to take or time to reflect on those, you know, we have been with that haven't influenced and impact our life. Mm. Um, we will miss and love you all for the time being. But again, just check out our social medias. Come interact with us there. And um, oh, also, I will be posting a bookcast review soon. Uh It'll just be me at the time because I need to talk and rant about the book series or uh, the the fourth book finally came out. It's called If This Book Exists, You're in the Wrong Universe. It is part of the whole John Dies at the End series. It's very meta, very weird, and I'm super excited to see what's going to happen and share my thoughts with it. I've always loved that series. I've always ranted a lot about that series, and it is just weird, confusing, and I'm just again so excited to share my thoughts so we will all see you then awesome all right i'm smelling some halloween candy so i think it's time for us to go we gotta go trick-or-treating going to some halloween parties let's take flight let's go also have class tomorrow i gotta teach my students i gotta make my uh, agenda so (laughs) i'm gonna go fight a wolf all right and i'm gonna go dj so yes. no. <laughs> we'll see you all next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>